This is your announcer, Shannon St. Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPA live cast. Someone was caught filming a gay porn in the Senate hearing room this week. Rob, your grinder hookups are getting out of control. We need to find a way to get Mitch McConnell to slip on your cum puddle. Our IPA live cast starts now. Wow, Shannon's a real rabble rouser here. She's a troublemaker. Welcome to RIP Alive. Typical lib. That's <laughs> Mitch McConnell to slip on some some jizz, some jism. You know, Starting if that, that hap- if that happened, there'd be an, an instantly a worse person than Mitch McConnell to replace him. A younger uh, person who actually can walk around and do evil. Things yeah, I guess at this point, behind. yeah, he's glitching out. Let him hold yeah. his seat. I do agree with that. Do it's you crazy remember how in just in, in two, like two years ago he was like a powerhouse pushing through all this evil stuff and now he could barely stand he could barely finish a sentence even right yeah did you see when he just completely glitched out and stared into the camera which like, time <laughs> it's happened more than once by now it's fantastic well couldn't happen welcome to a nicer guy. yeah yes Mitch McConnell if you're listening and watching welcome to RIPL livecast it's Rob here with Sid and 3D hey. we're live every Saturday morning. A little bit after 11 a.m. and uh, yeah. it's sunny today. <laughs> and uh, welcome to the show. We're hanging out. I, I, uh, I never, I never would have believed you, Rob, if you told me uh, 30 years ago that uh, the character of Dana Carvey in The Master of Disguise would be a yeah. senator. <laughs> and when he was the turn, and the most powerful uh, Republican senator there is, I would say, right? He's the he's the majority leader still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the is he, yeah it's minority, the majority, right? No, he's, he's Senate. in the Senate. Yeah, he's currently the, he's the minority leader, mm-hmm. but he mm-hmm. has been the majority leader. But he's white. Yes, yes, yes. It's not a minority. Yeah. Leader. Well, if you listen to some people, that is the minority now, Darren. Oh right, I forgot. Well, the big, uh, the big hot s- scandal of the morning and last night. Your jazz puddle. Yeah. Shannon alluded to it. Uh, She said cum puddle, Darren, by the way. I know. Her first first take in the the, uh, recording of that was a a jizz puddle, but she said jazz puddle. And then just thinking of Scooby-Doo, bop, 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 coming on the floor. You know, like. That's Noah's favorite band. Mm -hmm. Go see the jazz puddle. Yeah, I've seen them perform. They, they, I actually got tickets to this jazz event at the Blue Note. I'm going to have a dinner, dinner and a jazz show coming up what? in the spring. I'm very excited. Who are you? Who are you trying to impress from? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who nobody. Nobody from. This? I'm going with uh, with Anthony. Uh, it's this musician Nate Smith. He's a, a drummer. I think I've mentioned him on the show before. Uh, he's really, really good. Uh, he can get pretty heavy, but it's jazz. Uh, but it's really good. I, I, okay. Not, but I enjoy jazz. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't no, get the hate. <laughs> uh, I just don't. I, my hate for jazz is totally genuine. Like some things I play up on the show, like you know, different stuff that we joke about. I genuinely cannot stand jazz music. What's worse, Darren? And I want this well, to be a completely honest answer. What's worse, jazz or the Cock Destroyers? That's. I mean, no, I'd, I'd listen to a hundred hours of jazz in a row without sleeping before listening to five minutes of. <laughs> You're so, giving me a choice of two horrible things. Yeah, so this is the, I was actually pondering this, you know, because there is the cliche like, oh, jazz is unlistenable, blah, blah, blah. And anytime I see one of these videos, I'm listening to the jazz that's in the background. 
And I'm like, this sounds pretty good. <laughs> so what? What? I I don't think. It, well, what, the the point I'm getting to is, what don't you like about it? Like, what am I? What am I hearing that you guys aren't hearing? Uh, well, that's for you to answer. I, I yeah. think it sounds like a, like you know just a aphonic like noise, and just they're just making it up as they go along. I don't think there's any punch to it. Usually, it's just like yeah, mm. it's just masturbatory noodling. Right. It sounds like I tuning see. up to play a song, mm. but that's the song. Yeah. Well, what do you like about it? That's so. I'm not. I'm not yeah, this is a genuine question. I'm not like putting you down for your taste or anything. Well, for me, what I like about it is they take the song, these the conventional song structure, and you they you you as the listener, I have this expectation of where the song is about to go based on traditional song structures, mm -hmm. and then they mess with it and they it's yeah they kind make of it like, way worse. Well, that's kind of, well, well that's. That that's what separates a good jazz artist from a bad one. I agree. I agree. There's bad jazz out there, but uh, like for this artist Nate Smith, it's like it's like listening to Mashuga, but with with acoustic guitars, kind of you know. But sometimes some of his stuff is more hip hop and R and B. Some of his stuff just sounds like it would be the beats of a of a really good rap song, like you know the, the the musical uh -huh. under uh like the bed of of the rap song. Well, just I've, Sid was joking. Oh, I'm sorry, Sid. No, go ahead, Darren. Well, I was going to say Sid was joking around that they take the song structure and make it way worse. But I mean, I feel like that just sums up what I don't like about it because, like, there's a reason that these songs all follow, and every kind of song that there is, and like the mainstream type of music follows this this type of structure. It works. Like, there's a and they vary from it. But there's also always a core sure. of something that makes something. A sure, song. but you could say that about any form of art. Like there's a reason certain uh, structures work for TV shows, but then a TV show comes along that flips the structure, and you're like, "Wow, this is so unique and, and a different way to uh, to do this." And I, I appreciate it. I would argue that a TV show doing what jazz music does would make it completely unwatchable. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I yeah, feel like, like Twin Peaks for me would be the jazz of TV, and I fucking hate that show. The, the reboot and the original. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what they said like, about that. Um, it takes these traditional structures and it flips them on its ear. Blah, 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 and it's like, yeah. Well, I, I look at 30 Rock as a show like that because it, it, wow. it, would, it would be, there would be a lot of uh, interludes and structure changes. I think 30 Rock has the, the, um, what's great about 30 Rock is that it's a very, I feel like it's a very traditionally structured sitcom, and then they throw you curveballs in the middle yeah. of it. Exactly. So that there's that's what I'm saying. It, I'm like saying jazz, jazz like is throwing not, in a curveball on a traditional song structure. I just think it's not structured at, at all. Yeah. Be like yeah. Well, Alex I Baldwin think you're being very. It's not all jazz. Like like the jazz that you've heard that you don't like. You're saying is. Well, I've never. I've, I'm I'm pretty old, Rob, and I've listened to a lot of music, mm -hmm. and I don't I've never heard. So you don't you, like Miles Davis? You've heard Miles Davis. You I don't do like not. It? I don't care for miles davis i'm sorry like mm. i don't i can hear yeah, that he's it's a talented fine. musician just like i mm. know alex skolnick is a talented musician but when he starts mm. playing jazz i, I kind of tune out although when he did okay. like you know when he does like he when he did the alex skolnick trio like they played war pigs i'm like all right mm. it's kind of you're putting a spin on this song and it's like it's got a structure it's not like it's just yeah. you're playing it in a sort of a jazzy style like that i can kind of stomach you know and also, like, there's a difference, like you say, Miles Davis. There's a difference between a jazz album or a jazz song that is released and that is like a famous song as opposed to seeing it live. Like a Miles Davis song that people would know is like probably a few minutes long and it just gets to the point. 
you going to see jazz live is just going to be like two hours of noodling it's not going to oh be no like, it's not it's, he has night. song it's exactly the same it's he has saw he has albums and he plays songs from his albums and it's exactly and as might, it is on the album there might be a little bit of noodling but i appreciate it I, it's fun See it's that? a fun little it's a jam break baby. i want to go on record and say i'm not shitting on nate smith i she could be very entertaining and i hope you, you have should a check good him time. out i think you i will you know what rob i, I will I, send a particular track uh maybe i should make that my I, you know, I, put that, no, I think I might have to change my spot of my pick. Late minute now. No, I forbid a second one. I forbid it. I will I, listen. I will listen. Rob, you have impeccable taste in all forms of media, and I trust you implicitly. Oh, I just disagree you. with you sometimes, but I would sure. listen to it solely on your recommendation. I want to read some comments from Dusty Rhodes Muffler. He says, <laughs> I listen to jazz, and even I hate it. <laughs> you have to kind of hate yourself a little. <laughs> I don't get Twin Peaks. I end up more confused after watching it. I Personally, like Twin never, Peaks, but I went, yeah. when, it, the, the, when it when it that does get overbearing at times. I didn't uh, get it. I couldn't get into it. I watched like one. I would try. I tried twice, and I was just like, ah, this, I'm just not gonna bother. And uh, Dusty Rhodes asked if I like Kenny G. I cannot say I gave Kenny G any sort of serious listen, but. I don't like that necessarily like that kind of like adult right. contemporary, like, you know, just elevator music like that doesn't intrigue me. I like I, I like the metal equivalent, you know, sure. or, or something with groove. I mean, I put Kenny G into a completely different. I mean, I feel even calling that jazz is odd, you know, like it's like, yeah, uh, it's more like um, like just it's just elevator music and i don't if i don't yeah. like it for different reasons did i ever right, tell yeah. you about this guy who gave me a ride home from work once who i worked oh with? no and he only <laughs> the whole what kind of ride baby the, the only thing he played in the car straight through was like smooth jazz and he said he was a jazz musician and he's like i you mind if i put some jazz on i was like uh, <laughs> how I, long is this it, ride it turned out to be like Kenny G and like, you know, like I think Sade was in. There. It was like it was like very palatable. Oh, okay. At least there's vocals. But the whole time he was talking about how he goes down to um, he's all these different vacations. Like he's a retiree. Very cool. Like, you know, he's like a 55 to 60 year old black guy and he's retired. He had a pension. He's like, I go to all these different countries. I went to Thailand last week. Oh, no. Sa massages were great oh no and then he goes the way this topic moved on blah 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 and he goes oh and i went to the dominican tells me all about the hotel he stayed in. oh my god you wouldn't believe the massages down there <laughs> every single thing ended with the massages everything was the like man, i did this and the massage that. here's the yeah. house i stayed in airbnb is not beautiful he and supports the massages the local incredible <laughs> 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 Very funny. A little massage every once in a while. I didn't while. know what to say. I had to be like, oh, okay. Sharing a ride with an international Gee. sex criminal. You should have asked Why, him, maybe. what are the massages like here in town? Like, where do you get your massages here? <laughs> I, he, I didn't need to ask. He launched into that eventually, too. He, was talking, he couldn't stop talking about massages, this guy. He's a misogynist. <laughs> Rob, could you read Dusty Rhodes' latest comment? Because I like he makes a joke and then immediately explains it. Oh. Cool, that's always fun. Uh, it's a, it feels like a little uh, a little blue. This joke, I don't know. A I don't little. feel comfortable reading it. I don't feel comfortable reading it. Green. I want to read this. Uh... <laughs> well, Darren, you could read it. You want me to read it? Rob's favorite jazz musician is Herbie Hancock because he likes the cock. 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> that's she's saying because. We, we, is she saying because Herbie Hancock likes to cock and you, you feel solidarity? Or is she saying <laughs> you just like the fact that cock is in his name? Well, all, all instances are, I do like Herbie Hancock. I think he's a very talented musician. I feel this joke needs more explaining, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> Rod loves cock so much that anything with the word cock in it, even fully unrelated to penis, uh, he'll yeah. be a fan of it. Is yeah, exactly. Saying, Dusty? He's such a mark. Oh, he's wow. such a cock mark. <laughs> Don't cock say that's a rock. He's such a he's so such a wrestling fan. He will take that to heart. You're a <laughs> cock smark, Rob. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That's I'm that a should cock be your insider. New podcast. Can we make that the show title? Cock smark? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that <laughs> might be the most inside joke that we ever put. Uh well, speaking of inside, inside the Capitol building, there was some and cock. Some there was definitely a ton of cock <laughs> inside that building. But <laughs> sausage party. Uh, yesterday, uh, a story surfaced on. I'm sad to say, the Daily Caller, uh, which is of course Ben Shapiro's website. It is. It is a conserv. Some would call it a conservative outlet. Some would call it a fair outlet. Uh, some would say it's a far right outlet. I call it a piece of shit. Uh, and, uh, anyway, they got their grubby little hands. Uh, I guess I should be careful with that term based on who owns it, but, uh, yeah. they got their hands on, we're uh, allowed. we're allowed to say that. Yeah, we're, we're allowed. Roll okay. juice. Uh, they got their hands on a video of a Senate staffer filming a gay sex tape, uh, in the Senate hearing room. I wonder if it was a straight sex tape, if it would be acceptable. But hmm. I mean, Lauren uh, Gober so, basically did that, and they're okay with her. So, probably. is uh, uh, I, is Ben Shapiro in the camp of Bobert? I feel like there's a split, a schism between Republicans. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's more of the uh, the tr- like the uh, traditional Republicans versus the Boberts of the world. I'm sure he'd still pick her over a Democrat. Yeah, I mean, so. yeah, probably. But I mean, I feel like they don't like each other. He's just intimidated by her pulsating sexuality. Yeah, she's not attractive. That's a good point. You know, like Bob, what Bobert did, I would say, is probably a little more explicit than this. But um, yeah. so I, I want to read. I want to read ha- how the the advocate uh, covered this story because it is kind of funny to me how how they decided to because you know the advocate is uh, a gay publication. I think it might even be the uh, longest running. Gay public, even though now it's like it's Hold been on. sold, it's been like hot potato to so many media companies that it's a shell of its former self. Obviously, so sixty minutes of homosexuality, sixty, and and you know they try, you know, obviously for 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 a upscale gay publication, this is an embarrassing story. Uh, so they try to put you know like a professional spin on it, but what I love is that it as as they put this professional spin on it, and, and I'll read the copy in a second. You know they they get caught up in the the webification, <laughs> the internetification. So like in the middle of the stories is a trending stories, and there's just like sh- buff shirtless men, twenty five steamy pics of this Bravo <laughs> in the middle of this like you know uh, important story uh, about. You gotta know your audience. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, hey, 
U.S. Capitol Police are investigating reports of two men having sex in public on Capitol mm. grounds. The advocate confirmed late Friday wow. an explicit uh, an explicit video shot in the Hart Senate Office Building on Capitol Hill has ignited Hart Hart H A R T has ignited widespread controversy and attention online. Widespread? Wasn't that what the dude was doing? <laughs> That's what the, the We're never getting yeah. through this article. I'm just going <laughs> to tell you now. <laughs> the Daily Caller, a far-right outlet, first reported on the existence of the video on Friday. The clip depicts two men engaged in a sexual act in what the publication claims is room heart. 216. The footage, which the advocate has not authenticated, seems to be shot in a Senate hearing room. And so I've seen the footage. I, obviously, it's a little too explicit to play on YouTube, but it's it's blurred out. I will say it's blurred oh. out, but it is a first person video of the top and and uh, the bottom is bent over a table. It's a doggy style position, and it's just like a point of view of like, and you see it's very clearly in a in a hearing room. You know, you Rob, see the can we get you like when they do those um these election uh, results shows on CNN, like with the guy fucking around with the electronic board? Can you the describe screen? the yeah describe the bent over position and tell us uh, yeah. the history of uh, doggy style and all that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> what stage sure. most popular in? <laughs> well, well, we'll get to that in a minute, actually. Oh. Uh, but but uh, in the, in the video, two identified men engage in a sexual act in inside what appears to be the room known for hosting hearings by the Senate Judiciary Committee. One of the men is nude and hunched. Oh, they. They also describe it. Here we go. Oh, One of the you. men is nude and hunched over the dais behind which senators would typically sit when conducting official business and questioning witnesses. The clip recorded from the per perspective of the other participant includes a brief pan of the Senate seal on the wall. Uh, guys, a spokesman uh, taking Dick in the exact place where Dodd Frank was drafted. This is amazing. This is historical. <laughs> uh, it's uh, honestly, it's kind of hot. A spokesperson really? for the Capitol Police told the Advocate Friday, "We are aware and looking into this." Uh, in response to requests for comment, the advocate contacted the office of Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, the New York Democrat, but did not immediately hear back. <laughs> Widely circulated and unconfirmed reports online identify the staffer as. Maryland Democrat Senators Ben Cardin. Oh, he's a staffer for Mer uh, Maryland Democratic Senator Ben Cardin. Uh, and he has been identified because this kid posted a photo on Instagram. Uh, and again, I'm not going to show this photo. I guess I can show this photo because oh boy. His, I mean, he's bent over. He's bent over uh, with his ass, you know, in a jockstrap. <laughs> but his ass, like the ass cheek is censored out. Should I, is that okay to show? What do you guys think? Only one way to find out, Rob. <laughs> All right. I, I guess I'll do it. But here is what he posted on his Instagram page. Now, this is uh, one of, this is the staffer or someone else? This is the staffer, yes. Oh, In boy. this very room, Sonia Sotomayor had All her right, confirmation here. Maybe, maybe hearing. that's not safe for work, maybe. <laughs> James Comey testified on Russian interference in the 2016 election. Aiden, Aiden got some thick German sausage and a Jaeger sauce finish. <laughs> Aiden fucking rules. Wow. So I want to read uh, this uh, gay porn blog uh, that I, I enjoy. We're doing a show. Is, Do you have to read that right now? It, it oh, is not you mean read it on work. the air. Okay. It is not safe for work, but they, they obviously, they got the inside scoop. Uh, on who this Aiden is. He scooped out his inside. Uh, 
And by, you know what's I want to mention that the Daily Caller shared a, a photo here. And I this really is not safe for work, but like the way they censored Aiden is over his buttocks, what they put is the Capitol building. So it almost looks like the Capitol building is penetrating Aiden. So you're offended not because of the photo, but the fact implying that a top is a bottom. No, he Aiden is the bottom. What oh, I lost track of the thread there. Sorry. Aiden is the guy bent over. Oh, I got you. So he's yes. getting double penetrated. Well, I, I what I want to know is who is a closet homosexual of the Daily Caller who very clearly is putting yeah, in this clue. <laughs> uh, and so, well, uh, yeah, so I read a little more into it. And the way that this leaked is that this this video was not published online yet on an OnlyFans. But this staffer does maintain... In, in OnlyFans. Uh, so the the outlet that, that uh, is reporting on this is called Straight Up Gay Porn. But again, I, I, I do not recommend visiting uh, uh, because it is not safe for work. <laughs> there's there's I mean, hey, actually, if 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 that seems like something you want to there's dicks of plenty all over. You know, it's not <laughs> it's not a traditional blog. It's, it is a porn blog, but they sometimes stumble into actual like real news uh, yeah. it, related to porn. So Use promo code anal. <laughs> but anyway, oh, we're not promoting it. Straight up, uh, gay porn can now confirm that the staffer being fucked bareback on camera. Oh, and the other thing is that it's a bareback sex act. Which- and this yeah. is still that when my cat still- shows up, she hears bareback. She's, <laughs> she's like, "Oh, condomless <laughs> sex? Let's go." This is still uh, the advocate uh, article. No, now this is now I moved on to the far raunchier straight up gay porn, <laughs> oh, okay. which doesn't hide <laughs> there. You know, like I didn't much know like the advocate, the, much like the advocate. This this uh, article has inserts of of, of guys and shirtless, shirtless guys, but in a different context. I do oh, want to yeah. mention, by the way, in that advocate article, you know how sometimes when you're reading an article, they'll try to dump a few links within the article sure. to get you to click on another one. So the relationship Related, very, very trollish of of the advocate is related. Lauren Boebert caught fondling dates, genitals, during family friendly musical. I like that because they're like, hey, before you get so offended about this, just remember everyone's a perv. Yeah, <laughs> sure. So uh, straight up gay porn can now confirm that the staffer being fucked bareback on camera in the Senate hearing room is named Aiden. I'm not going to say his last name. And he's a staffer it's for Senate. <laughs> Well, it's it's also hard to pronounce. It's a uh, Polish name. Oh. Uh, Polish uh, a, sor- a source tells straight up that uh, Aiden shared the sex tape of himself in a group message to several of his friends on an Instagram account. He operated under the name Aiden Santo. The account, the account has now been pulled down. After sending the video, Aiden posted the below image to his Instagram stories. Boasting about how he was fucked by a hung German man in the same room where the Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor confirmation hearing was held. <laughs> she would approve of that, I think. That's the that is the Instagram uh, post that I I uh, shared with yeah. you uh, earlier. She's very and <laughs> yeah, I think she'd be That's she'd possible. be cool with it. She she'd be she'd be happy that somebody's uh, ass cheeks got clapped in that room. Mira, long uh, I was sleeping on the on the jeez bottle. I'm okay. <laughs> That's not what she sounds like. I don't know. I never heard her speak. So. Uh, Justice as David Ortiz. Began, 
<laughs> As news began to spread today about uh, the fuckfest on Capitol Hill, Aiden took to LinkedIn and posted the below message to deny being in the video, writing, uh, should, should I read his whole message? Aiden's sure, whole, yeah. uh, and it's so funny because, you know, <laughs> whole message. Uh, I'm a this Mary been a, in Maryland. <laughs> it sounds this like has been a video. This has been a difficult time for me as I've been attacked for who I love to pursue a political agenda. I don't think that's quite it. Uh, while some of my actions in the past have shown poor judgment, I love my job and would never disrespect my workplace. Any attempts to categorize my actions otherwise are fabricated, and I will be exploring what legal options are available to me in these matters. As far as the accusations regarding Congressman Max Miller, I have never seen the congressman and had no opportunity to cause or cause to yell or confront him. So he's denying that it's even him in the video. I don't understand what the uh, the last part of the post is unrelated to a sex tape, but in reference to a separate accusation that Aiden recently approached uh, Max Miller and shouted free Palestine at him. <laughs> uh, and. Uh, in addition to Instagram, Straight Up Gay Porn was able to find Aiden's alt public Twitter account, which is now also offline, but several of his tweets and photos are cached. Uh, and they're Uh-oh. just like, this is just, you know, stuff that I wouldn't share on the show because it's just him being. Him rimming? Him him being a Mary in Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Mary in Maryland. You sound so different uh, in that clip, Rob. Yeah, it's weird. Really, yeah. I'm a Mary in Maryland. Yeah, you're so such a baritone now. Oh, this this is what uh, another five to eight years of smoking has done. Maybe it's five just to eight. That, That's from like 2009. Bro. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> you probably just thought like you'd have plausible deniability if you changed your voice a little bit in the clip. You could later say that wasn't me saying that it sounds nothing like me. <laughs> Let's see. That's what probably are, what it was. I have this is the other ones from the same batch of. There we go. I'm dead on the inside. I'm going to kill Sid when he's not looking. (laughs) What else? Over it. Oh, there's that. Oh, oh, this is is the other good one. Oh, you, Sid. Hope you die. Yeah, those all sound like you. That one Mary in Maryland does not. I'm a Mary in Maryland. Mm. Interesting. (laughs) That sounds like Rob. Uh, I want to read, you know, uh, the the writer of the story obviously tries to give a, offer a little commentary on what's going on, and okay. and he tries to put things into context about uh how many like corrupt and evil things actually happened in that room to like you know mm-hmm. is a little sex really the the worst thing. So this is like the gay porn version of when you would add a little blurb to a Vince Neil article when he was right. This is the metal injection of gay porn. I I feel comfortable in saying that. Uh, uh, in terms of the optics and why this get, sex tape would be such a parenthesis come stain on America, uh, if our government were actually decent and morally just, this is where the outrage comes from, I think. People still want to believe America is good and worth defending, LOL. Look, it's human nature to want to suck cock and get fucked in places where it's not allowed. But even America's sluttiest cum dumb twinks have to rein it in so we can maintain <laughs> some semblance of a civil society. And yet... <laughs> <laughs> and yet at the same time isn't Aiden just giving this country exactly the kind of respect it deserves 
I feel like Georgia, uh, George Patton could have delivered that speech. <laughs> when is Aiden calling into the show, Rob? Uh, we have Aiden uh, booked for the, the 12 o'clock hour. Uh, <laughs> Some comments from from straight up Gateboard. Oh, uh, in in the Judiciary Building, huh? Jim Jordan is salivating. <laughs> Which, by the way, uh, did we talk about uh, the details of that? Uh, that uh, oh, I think we did about how Jim Jordan knew about that coach that he was that was molesting the boys, and like we read some of the stories about how obvious it was. Right? We talked Somewhere, about that. I think so. Yeah, vaguely familiar. Uh. Jim Jordan's a funny guy. Like I don't really care for his politics, but he's like he's very like witty. I feel like he's like he dunks on people. He's good at dunking on people, uh, but you know, obviously repulsive, repulsive person. Not a he's like a, a break from the like Mitch McConnell's of the world. I feel like he has personality in his. He's like what sixty years younger than Mitch, <laughs> seemingly. Yes. Because a lot of times he says something like, all right, I got to give it to you. I, I don't like you. But. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I, I Like, on the one hand, I think it's hot. I guess the <laughs> thing about it that I think is stupid was was filming it and bragging yeah. about it. Yeah. Like, if I you're going to well, do it, just keep it up. I'm sure that's not the first time someone's been fucked in that room. I'm 100% I'm sure, certain. Yeah. You know, John F. Kennedy <laughs> fucked multiple women in that room. Or any other room, any other government. Or any building. other, yeah, like, exactly. Every Bill room Clinton, in the Senate, I mean, in the White House has been used for fucking. You know? Any and, room he just happened to be in, he would use it for fucking. He probably went to a horn and hard art and fucked a girl <laughs> in the kitchen or something. Um, uh, yeah, sorry. Good. Nancy Reagan blew the entire National Security Council in one of those rooms. Sure, I can see it. I think, but what if the kink, though, is like you kind of want people to know that you they, the person seemed very eager to like tell people. So I feel like the natural extension of that is to film it and show. Yeah, people. I guess in a way he was trying to get, uh, well, not I, get caught. I don't think it's not, like, you know what? I don't think it's get caught. I think he just he just thought these are two separate identities that I have, you know, and uh, no one is going to publicly out like who who the hell leaked this in the daily caller you know uh right. someone they a hater right. a hater an ex-boyfriend perhaps yeah well, i think someone that- someone's who's come aiden would not dump right well <laughs> hate fuck well yeah, what about the- their come that's the problem my i feel like um the goal, if I can read the person's mind, I may be completely off, but it seems like the goal was to tell people about this, but you just got to be selective about who you tell and brag to the right people so that you don't get caught so you can continue cum dumping in, in private places of prestige. Or just yeah, like as long as you wipe down after, it, that's fine. You know, like use a little alcohol, uh, like a, a alcohol wipe, you know, one of those. It's, it's like a Clorox wipe? Yeah. Clean up after yourself. That's all I'm saying. Well, he probably did. Yeah, I would, I would hope so. And plus, those rooms get cleaned meticulously. Anyway, our tax dollars are cleaning those rooms. Sure. They're not, you know, I mean, government doesn't work so great in other places. Maybe they're leaving yeah. juice puddles. Maybe they left the janitor that he's getting still alive. 
Yeah. I mean, they let they well, maybe he's living off the cum. <laughs> like, they they let uh, guys with fucking party city costumes in the front door. Where's the secure money going to stop that? To take selfies and take a dump on. Hey, that, that's what I was guess. thinking. Like, is this is this is this more or less embarrassing than the actions on ja- January sixth? I would say less. Less embarrassing. Less funny. Just one guy. Less funny for sure. Yeah. About equal levels of dangerous. Yeah. I.e. not at all. Like he had permission to be in the building. Right. Yeah. He had clear he well, have permission to have a guy in him. Devil's in advocate. Building. Seemed like those guys had permission to be in the building too. Yeah, they just walked, like a, walked right in the front door. In by some people, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Touche. But they didn't work there. We could see that. Yeah, <laughs> Ice Earth guy definitely didn't work there. <laughs> have there been any doing? updates with John Schaefer? Yeah, how's he doing? No, the last thing that we uh, uh, read is that he uh, died in prison. No, oh, sorry, <laughs> uh, he did guy. not die in prison. He's a free man right now, I believe. Or yeah, I think he's free out. Uh, but he his he just uh, plea bargained. He he signed something like they were trying to go after the you know the leaders of the Oath Keepers, which who they have locked away for yes. a long amount of time. So his his testimony, his ratting out. Oh, I of, think I remember that. Uh, so is he in witness them. protection? I forget. Maybe. Something like that. Do you really need yeah. protection from like those guys? They could barely organize like a group outing to a <laughs> to a Congress uh, building. I mean, what are they going to do? They didn't bring guns or anything. Did they? I, I don't know. I guess no. They didn't. There was like no. They only left them back fu- in the truck. All right. The only firearms involved was the the cops that shot one of the the, yeah. the weirdos. That's the only person that like officially died as a result of that. Did one of the cops die or something from? One something? of the cops died. They found out later. It got sensationalized as a story, like the mob killed him and all mm-hmm. that. And it turned out he had like a heart condition that he was struggling with, and he had a bunch of like prior heart incidents and stuff. And then someone else, one of these weirdos that showed up there died of a overdose, like three days later. And if the only one who got like died as a result of the actual riot, the lady, the, the lady that like kind of did suicide by cop. Like she just got in a cop's face and wouldn't stop. And he just, he just popped her. Once you pop, you can't stop. <laughs> R.I.P. that lady. Yes. I guess. Well, mm. One car length up in traffic. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Somewhere. Very good. Very good. <laughs> I, feel like uh, I, wanna, I feel like that's in my head from a comic, and I want to give credit, but I don't. It just popped in there, and I don't know who it is. So someone may have said that, but I enjoy that uh, that imagery. I like that. What are you saying, Robert? So I was going to say uh, some good news uh, for folks. Don't worry. It is okay to drink Bud Light again because Whoa. Kim Rock has announced he's no longer boycotting Bud Light. He says they've made a mistake, and I think they got the message. You may recall uh, a few few months ago, uh, Kid Rock bought a bunch of fucking... 24 packs of Bud Light, set them up, and then very poorly shot at them yeah. at, at close range. 
What a waste of your time. Like what, just what are you doing? Like what privilege that is that you, uh, a, that you can be that outraged about a beer marketing campaign, but then to be, to be able to buy it, set it up, shoot at it, record a video. Like people are living under bridges. Like, aren't there more, even if you really think it's the worst thing in the world, like, don't you have other shit to do? Like just, I don't know. That just when I see shit like that, it's just the the. the but also, the that was in April. Like it, it hasn't even been a year. Like it's right. been wow. feels six like longer. months. It's been <sighs> six months, and he's like, at the end of this is this is the quote. Uh, I guess he he was on uh, Tucker Carlson. Ugh. Oh, at the cool. end of the day, when you step back and look at it. Yeah, they deserved a black eye, and they got one. They a made black eye. They <laughs> so, do I want to hold their head under the water and drown them because they made a mistake? No, I think they got the message. I think they're like it's so funny. He's treating Bud Light like they're a small business. Like someone was actually affected by this. This is a fucking mega conglomerate corporation. Mm. Well, didn't the they only lose person a lot affected? Of sales, yeah. The only person affected by this is Dylan Mulvaney, who, right. you know, had to deal with unnecessary fucking hatred. Well, I read that Bud Light uh, was number one in in uh, beer sales, and they went down to number five after this happened. And that Modelo is actually the number one beer in the U.S. now. Yeah, there was definitely yeah, but, a financial impact for them. But who cares? Like, like what, do. what does that mean? But, but like, cares. Uh, like nobody, nobody got fired over it is what I'm saying. I don't know. It's fine. I think it's fine. Uh, Kid Rock added, hopefully other companies get it too. That's right. But at the end of the day, I don't think the punishment that they've been getting at this point fits the crime. What? Ah! <laughs> I would like to see us back on board and become bigger because that's the America I want to live in. He wants them to go back to like Clydesdale commercials and then be an endorsed Bud Light. That's what he wants. Yeah. He's angling They're, for like a big reconciliation. 100% that's what well, his Well, the, the, I think part of the reason for this is because Outlets have continually reported that even though he uh, protested this, like his bars never stopped selling Bud Light. You oh, know? I see. Uh, Rock concluded there's nothing wrong with giving a spanking. You don't spank them for the rest of their lives. What did they do that was wrong? Like he's talking about America and being like. They're supporting the understand. transgender agenda, Rob. They're recruiting yeah. our children. <laughs> Uh, JCS writes, Bud Light is trash beer. Anyways, nobody should be drinking it, period. You're not going to get any disagreement from me. Yeah. So that's Well, it's JSC, but he might, he might what be I, very partial to JCS. Yeah. He's partial to his initials, possibly. Let's just call him JCVD. <laughs> I like it. Wait, no, I do not. That is my name. Roundhouse kick that Bud Light can out of Kid Rock's hand. Come here, you're promoting the trans agenda. (laughs) (laughs) Drink a real beer like Modelo. How would JCVD feel about having to kickbox against a transgender man? Does he think that's fair or unfair? How cute is he? It's like that Andrew Tate bit, remember? Do you want to fuck uh, Hulk Hogan with a vagina? Oh, or, uh, God, Megan yeah. Fox with a penis? I will take uh, Megan. The interesting question. I will take uh, Megan Fox with a vagina. Oh. <laughs> JCVD does not play by your rules. <laughs> uh, do you guys remember Twitter? 
Do you guys remember that service, What's Twitter? What's, What's, oh, uh, you mean it was, you mean X? <laughs> yeah. Right. It's now known as X, and as you know, they're struggling with ads. A lot of companies pulling their ads away after Elon Musk told them to go fuck themselves. And it's creating this wonderful world where I've been seeing some of the most insane ads. It's either been like Bill O'Reilly being like, watch my show on Newsmax, uh, which I constantly am like, I'm not interested in this ad. Or the the equivalent of like a a 4 a.m. infomercial type product. Oh, I get those. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then every once in a while, something weird pops up. And this one, this one popped up, not for me, but uh, it, it has gone viral since. <laughs> it's uh, from the account Bait World. Like, not, <laughs> not, not, not fishing bait. Oh. Masturbate. Oh. Masturbate. Oh, that's a shame. Like, I thought it was going to be a nice, good lure I could use. I mean, it, it well, might be. <laughs> tired of cutting <laughs> holes in your pants? These jackin' joggers have a zipper specifically built for jackin'. Now, Rob, can I get your opinion? Hold oh, on. Sorry, comfortable, sorry. convenient, uh, covert jack-off pants. Thank you. And you can get those at jopants.com. Now, uh, uh, go ahead, Darren. Well, I wanted your expert opinion. Is that a bulge that I see there? Is that just like a fold in the underwear? I think that's a fold. Uh, almost almost but, phallic, though, a little bit. Th- this is a very interesting concept. Uh, and well, I don't, I, 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 I don't know if I'd say interesting. Let me let me keep, <laughs> let me keep reading uh, uh, this this copy here. At first glance, Jo pants seem like normal, unassuming pants. A regular Joe would wear. However, these are not ordinary pants. These are jack off pants. An extra long invisible zipper opens up in the crotch area for easy access to your genitals. Jack and joggers are cozy, comfortable joggers with a simple, timeless design made with masturbation in mind. Stay covered and warm while pleasuring yourself. Made in the USA. Oh, wait, where's the about? I want to, or FAC. If you have purchased any US size sweatpants before, our pants are roughly in the same range. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Uh, where's the story? The story. Well, w- look uh, where they ship from. That, that'll that tell you a lot. Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> Sounds about right. Here we go. Jack-off pants might seem like a peculiar product, but as someone who faps a lot, I can attest <laughs> they are essentially my masturbatory practice. I remember how the idea came to me. I was in a new came home that got ex- exceptionally cold. The central heating took forever to work, and it seemed wasteful to heat the whole place just so I could go pantless. Space heaters never seemed to evenly hit my naked legs spread open while I jerked it at the computer. Oh, my God. Come on. Being a homebody, my pants of choice were always sweatpants. Wait, chronic masturbator is a homebody? Who would have guessed? I had a pair that I cut a hole in the crotch area, so I had an unobstructed access to my dick. Christ. They worked like a charm and became my first jack-off pants. Is this Not the only- unbucket guy? Is this like his side hustle? This is this is the origin story here. Not only did they keep my legs warm, they also made it easy to hide my boner if somebody walked in unexpectedly. People don't house? just assume you're masturbating if you have pants on. Well, he probably has roommates or a spouse. Uh, um, now, don't you also need 
jack off underwear like to get through the the pants well maybe he's not wearing uh underwear underwear. well in the picture of the pants the person is wearing underwear yeah well that's because they don't want to show dick (laughs) i guess well so wait there's a zipper yes so it's pants it's just, yeah, all pants, I guess it's just pants? Op- pants that open wider. Zipper. Yeah. Then seems like a very minimal readjustment to the, to the traditional pants. It's not. We're yeah, not well, going no, jazz well, here. We're not going Alex Skolnick trio on on pants. I, I assume they still have an elastic waist, though. That's the, the so that's what makes them the sweatpants. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I've had sweat. I've had sweatpants with a dick hole, though. <laughs> that's a drop. Well, well I want to read this next. Yeah. There was a problem with my first pants. Whenever I got up and walked around, my junk would be fully exposed for the world to see. It needed a zipper, a big one. I looked on the internet to see if anything existed that was similar to the special jack-off pants that I envisioned, but to my surprise, I couldn't find anything. That's when I realized I had to make this product, not only for myself, but for the masturbators of the world. <laughs> He said he eventually found a manufacturer, and then, you know the rest is history. So the intention here is for home masturbation. This isn't so yes. you can masturbate in public easier. Well, Sid, right. this for, is what for, they're for allowed cold to say weather on a masturbation. This is what they're allowed to say on a website. You can yeah. use it any way you personally choose. But I'm just trying to figure out what like his real intention is with these. Look at this wonderful uh, uh, infographic here. Oh. Also, I love the logo. The J and the O intersect, and it looks like a yeah. Chanel logo. Yeah, <laughs> but it's for it looks like the J off. is fucking the O. Yeah, breaking right through doing. it. Or or the J is a penis coming through the sweatpants hole. Do you think this guy gets turned on by his own logo and has to stop doing like the print materials to masturbate more? I think this guy stops doing a lot of things to masturbate. <laughs> He's got a lot of masturbation on his mind. Do you think what really happened is that his partner caught him and he had to come up with this whole product to be like, no, 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 I'm just testing this thing. It's I wasn't, not, I wasn't really jerking off. I'm just, I've got this new product. <laughs> this is an and he entire... had to follow through on it, and it's all just to cover up that his partner caught him jerking off at the house. It's it's an entire uh, Larry David season. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is actually going to be the final season of Curb. They're just, this is like viral marketing for that. Nice. <laughs> I would believe it. Going to sell this in the Spite store. <laughs> Rob, how many have you ordered so far? No, I don't need these. I mean, I think this is just, although I, mean, although I do understand. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess I understand it sometimes in, in cold weather. You, you know where these, I think, around your, around your knees. It's not only masturbation. Like, if you want to get blown at a movie theater, wouldn't these pants be a little bit more useful than regular pants for that? Also, there's that's other an excellent point. There's other hmm. uses. I mean, I or, think that, or if you're like at on a Senate hearing floor, yeah. and yeah. quickly want to, uh, well, we don't know the German your, your come slut bottom. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I, I, I just think you know, Sid, you just touched on it. This is I, real. Did I? This is the real. What are you touching? The real purpose of these pants is to Pee Wee Herman the whole thing. You know, like go in a public place and it's easy to jerk off, but they can't say that because it's a legal liability. So it's like, oh, you come to your own home. Wink, wink. (laughs) Dusty Uh, Rhodes Muffler says he's going to use these to shoplift, but I don't like. (laughs) Won't the thing you're shoplifting just fall down your pants leg? 
Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe Dusty will find a way. Yeah. Give us a report. Yeah, we don't encourage true. shoplifting, but if you do it. Uh, also, when this came up in the Discord, uh, <clears throat> it was brought up that um, we have we know someone who is always talking about knockaround shorts, and this may be good for him. This is like the evolution of knockaround shorts. Yeah. Knockaround pants. Knock around uh, Neanderthal man. Now we're, tra- we're we're progressing to Neanderthal from Java man. This is like the evolution. <laughs> it's the missing link of masturbatory garments. And then there's Homo erectus, and then Homo <laughs> sapiens, and then Homo senate floor. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> how dare you! <laughs> That's where we're at now. That's the next level. <laughs> yeah, and then we become. Poochie, and we take off to the, to the heavens. <laughs> oh my god! <clears throat> All right. Well, there's keeping with our our sex theme. Sex theme. Sex theme. Is that the is that the segment uh, bumper for this? Yeah. Okay. Got it. It works. Yeah, my sex theme. <laughs> what? I, I like know. it. That's catchy. Why is it Ethel Merman singing this? I don't understand. <laughs> it's a Busby Berkeley production. <laughs> the women swimming in a circle. Like little sperms. Yeah. Uh, They're coming through uh, a big J.O. logo. <laughs> <laughs> uh I do love how in December, all these websites, they do their year in reviews. Music sites do their favorite albums of the year. Some websites post stats. My favorite year of the U, uh, year. Whoa. <laughs> year, year of the U. What was your favorite year of 2023, Rob? <laughs> My favorite year in review is from a little website known as Pornhub. They have released their 2023 year in review. And, and it's a fun little thing. Uh, the trends that, they, you know, it's their trends and their traffic reports. And uh, I, I went through this whole thing uh, uh, I bet before you did. the show for research. <laughs> Although I uh, truthfully, I don't, I don't really use Pornhub that that often because oh. I don't stream my porn. I torrent my porn. You want the whole movie, in high quality? No, I mean it's mostly scenes, but it's really like or OnlyFans leaks. But huh? Uh, I just like the the quality of it. Uh, I would have to give you some uh, models to look up for me and download and share. I'll give you a list later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm like mostly kidding, probably, unless I get really okay. Bored. If well, my wife goes on a vacation without me, I might have to. Understood. Well, I think the thing that was most fascinating to me is what would you say? I don't know if you guys uh, looked at this link. Obviously, the U.S. is their highest. A uh, getter of traffic. Could you uh, proportionally, U.S. homes are more wired for internet than uh, any other sites. But yeah, what makes- would you say is number two? What would you say is the number two website from which Pornhub gets the most visits? Japan. Sit. Wait, the number two website? Number two. Uh, number two country. I'm sorry. Oh. Canada. Canada would be a good, that would be my guess because that's typically the default number two, but it is in fact the Philippines. Interesting. Wow. Lots of uh, horny boys and girls in the field. Japan yeah, so was sixth. Germany would have would have been my next guess, mm. and that was sixth. 
So it's U.S., Philippines, France, Mexico, U.K., Japan, Germany, Italy, Canada, and so on and so forth. You crazy? There's got to be some. There's got to be some meta um, issue where with internet where Japan is so far down. I feel like they're the horniest country other than the U.S. That's well, it some, could just be that there are yeah. so many other outlets for horny stuff that they don't need Pornhub. But there's. That's the thing. Um, Japan has very restrictive uh, pornography laws, I believe. Like when you watch well, porn that comes from Japan, they blur out the penises and all that. That's right. I see. So they would be seeking out non-blurred out porn. Yeah. Fact, well, that's I actually one of the tops. That's the top search uh, term in Japan. We'll get into that. We're going to dive deep into the analytics, folks. It's the Pornhub year in review. <laughs> I have a little anecdote about Japanese porn when we get Ooh. there. Just uh, so here's the time spent per visit. And this is where Japan really shines, Darren. Uh, Philippines <laughs> number one with 11 minutes, 15 seconds. Japan number two. Then Egypt, Netherlands, Germany. Uh, U.S. is uh, all the way down here. Nine minutes. Poor U.S. Uh, folks, uh, they're in and out really quick. Bad, sh bad showing. Well, we have short attention spans. We just know yeah. what we're looking for. And we and know how to navigate the, the internet. But see, yeah, that two-minute difference is just being clumsy uh, internet users. Right. It could be connections. Yeah. Uh, and, and they also have this difference in age. You can subtract about a minute and 10 seconds for an 18 to 24 year old, uh, basically, and add about a minute and 10 seconds for. Oh, I thought difference by age meant like how much older you are than the person you're jerking off to. No, no, no. Just the time spent. <laughs> that would be a good stat. I'd like to. All right. See so that. let's start at the very top here. We'll just we'll just keep scrolling through uh, the trends that define 2023. Uh, the golden age, mature, uh, mature Damn. cougar. These are the MILF and DILF. Muscle DILF grew 71%. <laughs> now, time out. Don't scroll past that because I have a comment here. I'm sure. I'm mystified by that because I thought, and I don't consume porn nearly as much as I used to, but I thought the mature thing and the cougar thing peaked like five or six years ago. I wouldn't think that. I thought it was maybe on a downslope. Yeah. Not that it's not, not there. Not that it's not MILF there, is the second most searched term worldwide. It's, uh, it's weird so when it you is. look at porn that has it's like always a 27 year old woman that has a kid. It's never like it's very that's rare. The thing. Like, I think that's yeah. just MILF is just the default like hot mature woman like mature a woman who doesn't you look want actual MILF you have to search GILF probably. Yeah exactly like a woman that doesn't look like a teenager is what MILF means mm -hmm. now you know yeah. Uh, so then super size, the terms big, bigger, biggest, huge tits, huge cock, huge dildo. These are all drops coming in the future. Uh, <laughs> uh, these are all up. Even massive. Right, I'll, I'll say it with you for, for a solidarity. <laughs> big, bigger, biggest, huge tits, huge cock, huge dildo. All right. Great. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, sex machines are trending like uh, the term Android. What? Android You're cosplay, Android roleplay, sex Is robot. An Android phone in your hole? Well, I guess there's all these like uh, all the information about these anamorphic uh, robots or whatever. You know, these a anthropomorphic, I should say, uh, that uh, like are very lifelike. So I I'm assuming that search term yeah. is increased, especially Rob, with the Japanese sex toys. What kind of cell phone to watch a dude shove up his ass? Would you have Apple brand loyalty, or would you not care? No, it's uh, they're too they're too wide. I'd, I'd want well, something a little more no, but I, I feel would like you do like would, a razor. 
He would shove what? an android up there because he wants to hate fuck them, and he hates yeah. androids. <laughs> you gonna... So he's going in after the android already went in. He's just shoving it deeper. Yeah. Wow. I, I. By the way, up. Shannon Pornhub page, get on this shit <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. Now, now go back to that bad. graphic, please, because there's something that I'm intrigued by, which is NPC oh, porn. Yeah. I know clearly what an NPC is, but what is the porn slant on NPCs? Let's see. It's in it's in four. You passed it. Oh, yeah. Is yeah, it? yeah. The, the, this is the, describing the. Oh, okay. But what is uh, NPC porn? You fuck. You're in Not a game. Play, and you're... Uh, it's NPC sex game. Maybe it's just people having sex in a uh, video game uh, context. But what, what's NPC about it? Like if you, you like you're in Grand Theft Auto, you walk down the street and there's just a person, random person standing there, and you fuck them, and you reenact this. In well, a if they're a non-playable character, wouldn't they already be fucking without your interaction? Well, you're you're stepping out of the game narrative to go on the side street. And yeah, fuck it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't explain. It doesn't can you load up some NPC it. porn? Oh and, no. And, See if we can. Uh, I cannot, the- but well, one of you guys could do it. <laughs> right. uh, most search for terms. I'm sorry. I don't look at porn that much. I'll do it. So the most searched for term in 2023 is hentai. Which oh uh, god, that I, is the I, dumbest form. I'm sorry if anyone likes hentai. I apologize. I like some dumb things too, so I'm not judging you. But I just watch it, and it just feels like so ridiculous that you can't. Like I can't even get a, a real boner for it, you know what I mean? I had I don't even watch it. I mean, I don't. I, I watched it because I worked in a in a in a, a store that a video store years ago that had a, was very well regarded and well known for its enormous porn uh, available. Well, perhaps there's been advances in the medium, and it's much That's better fair. now, Darren. You should dip back into the hentai. Anime it still looks like it was made in 1992 to me. That's All true. Of it. So, I don't know, but maybe you're right. Oh, there's our girl Angela White again. Oh. These are the most searched for porn stars. Uh, a billion views. 1.2 billion views. Holy fuck. Who is Eva Elfie? Never heard of Eva Elfie. And that one looks like Ariana Grande. Yeah, I haven't heard of a lot of these people. I'm slipping. Oh, there's my girl Lena Paul. That might be my top Damn. search. Rob, any of your friends? Most, uh, not on this list. Most viewed amateur <laughs> models. Do you guys know Candy Love or Sweetie no. Fox or Porn no. Force? No. Is Porn Force the name of a person or like a brand? I'm not sure. Here's the most search terms just in the U.S. Lesbian at number one. MILF. Then hentai. Hentai still, still popular. Yeah. yeah, still pretty popular. Latina, Ebony, Asian. Big ass. BBC. Threesome, cream pie, stepmom. A little further down the list is uh, Darren's uh, ride home with the massage. (laughs) Femboy, do you ever search for that, Rob? No, I don't. But there are a few femboys I can get into. (laughs) And that I have gotten into, let's be honest. relative uh, uh, Relative search terms. This is always fascinating to me. On which you know, relatively higher than in other states. New York is New York. body swap. What? I don't even know what that is. Like Freaky Friday. I'm very confused. Maryland is glory hole. Well, that of course. California Asian stepmom. Oh, New Mexico. 
They just want Native representation. Oh. It's some, for some reason, that makes me sad. It's just Native Americans in New Mexico searching for Native American. That seems like more of a statement about Any standouts to you, Darren, here? Was that mentioned? Uh, what? Nevada, Nevada Illinois. is Vegas. What? <laughs> That's also very confusing. I'm sorry. While you were doing that, I was looking up the NPC porn. That's and what did you mean. discover? Uh, it appears to be someone's playing a video game, and one of the characters sort of speaks to them through the game, and they wind up fucking them. In fact, the first one I clicked on was a Russian one, and it's like a woman is in the game, but it's just a woman s- sitting on her balcony uh, pretending to be in a game, and she's like a fortune teller in a game. So it's not animated. No, it's, it's not, but action. they had a bunch of animated ones, too. Just like okay. anything else, any genre you search, you can find it in a cartoon as well. In my mind, it's like somebody's like really turned on by this one random Grand Theft Auto 3 character that somebody <laughs> makes a porno about that character. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's like, like lady on the street yeah. in this neighborhood in the first mission. Yeah, that's basically what it is, but without being specific okay. like, about the games. But there's also one where like a woman was playing a game and she's designing a creator character and she's just doing it. And then the guy steps out of the game. Okay. It's so. okay. It's kind of well done, honestly. Good. The woman was like kind of schlubby, like not that attractive. And she's like. But I feel it worked for the scene, honestly. I was just kind of scanning through it because it's like, oh, she's just a regular person. Yeah. Who's and she's now gets to fuck this guy. And the guy was hot? No. <laughs> but I think he was supposed to be hot. Okay. But they, they could get, you know. <laughs> yeah. He looked a little bit, bit like Sami Zayn, but bald. Which state do you think in the United States is the horniest state by which I mean, they spend the most time on Pornhub. Kentucky. Said, this is per capita? Yeah, I guess. It would be pointless uh, to do it by Florida. Florida. Total. The answer is Maryland. What? Wow. Again? Get rid of all Oh, my God. Uh, Rhode Island, number two. New Jersey, North Carolina, wow. Delaware. The, I'm a Mary the in Maryland. Shortest time on site is Louisiana, Oregon, Washington State, North Dakota, and Wyoming. Mm. Huh. Favorite time to watch porn seems like 11 p.m. is the bone zone. What's your <laughs> favorite time zone, to watch porn? If you had, a, if you had a, a most frequent time, I would say uh, earlier. If I like, I would say noon to one is like my. Uh, if I were to do, it. I, I again, I, I am not. I'm not the masturbator I once was, but by I mean by 11 p.m. I'm in bed. <laughs> you can masturbate in bed. That's true, but I, 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 I'm, I'm, a, I'm an early I'm an early masturbator. But this is really interesting. They have just a whole heat chart, Jesus, <laughs> of when people are, are are spanking it. Friday 11 p.m. Oh well, no Thursday 11 p.m. Yeah, oh Monday, Monday is the most popular highest. day. And Saturday is the least popular day because people are obviously probably out trying to get some. Okay. That's a lot of info here. Yeah, Most we're not even weird the... categories. Lesbian. I think still still the old standby. Yeah. Transgender's fifth out of everything. Hmm. Yep. Is this I mean, just in America or worldwide? 
This is worldwide. And BBW really suffering. They got to get their oh. game up. Can't be most viewed categories per country in Russia. They just want Russian porn. Everybody re- just wants representation. Yeah. What's reality mean? Like amateur, I, I guess, or yeah, studio stuff. And that's what, like, uh, Mong- that's not Mongolia. What is that like? <laughs> Mongolia anal. I love it. <laughs> Actually, all of South America looks like. Yeah. Or oh, lesbian. The blue is lesbian. Lesbian. Top gaining categories. Korean is pumping up. People want that Korean porn now. Very specific. It's, whole, it's a BTS thing. <laughs> categories it's, viewed the longest. Small thing. tits. Because you're searching for the titty. It's harder yeah, to find. With a monocle. <laughs> then brunette. <laughs> then double penetration. <laughs> categories viewed the shortest. Feet. Solo male. <laughs> Uh-huh. Scissoring muscular men. Hey now, oh, it's all- See, gay guys know what they want again. In and out. Yeah, yeah they get in and they get out. Yeah. And they want to. They have a a gay day. insights. Here's here's where I here's my time to shine. Uh, most <laughs> search for gay terms. Twink, not so much for me anymore. Anime, no. Pinoy, I wouldn't search for it, but I'm into it. You're not going to kick it out of bed. It. Yeah, hentai. Not a t- Curious straight friends. I could see why this is so high. Mm-hmm. Why does it have to be? Wait. So it's not. It, it's just two friends who are straight. It's not your friends. It's they are friends right. in the video. Yeah, they're just right. They're just exactly. experimenting with touching each other. Okay. And really, what 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 the? It's just coded language for two masculine guys. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, two guys that that aren't presenting. That aren't. Do they walk non-femboy? Do they walk yeah, in yeah. and go, "Hey, bro, hey, bro." That was a great gym. There, there's, there's like, there's studios that that kind of. There's like a studio that's just frat house, you know, something like that. What percentage of those guys are actually straight? Uh, forty, thirty. I don't know. Not, not too many. Okay. Uh, let's. let's most viewed gay. Ca- I think, like in general, because of all the internalized homo- homophobia, straight guys are the most viewed uh, category. I feel like uh, if I if if I didn't have these stats in front of me, I would think gay men watch the least porn, just because it's so readily available to have sex. You know, and men are men. You know, I feel like you don't have mm-hmm. to court women. But there's also a, a higher portion of them that are closeted, probably that don't mm. feel comfortable. Ah, good point. Very good. Yeah. Point. And I also uh, feel like. Uh, gay couples are probably a little bit more open about watching porn together, okay, or just masturbating at home and it not being like this yeah. big hidden thing. You both made cogent arguments. Yeah, this is very like this was this was a uh, I feel like a a hipster a, a gay porn star hipster because like I know who most of these people are and I don't jerk off to them. Why not? <laughs> you famous? You? Like I mean, the they're just not. They're like just the not my thing? type. They're not really my type. Uh, not even Malik Delgatti, no relation. <laughs> <laughs> Malik is in my type. I honestly, I've never even heard of him. Who is this <laughs> fourth guy? Like, what that is a weird name. You got to pick a J- better. Yeah, name. I've never heard Jake of this guy. Jake Andrich Jacobs. What is that? His actual name? I, I, why would you make that one up? I'm very confused. Yeah, he's promoting Jacobs uh, shorts and not sweatpants. <laughs> Zilv Goodle. What about Le- uh, William Seed? That's a great name. 
Alex Mecom is my is <laughs> the, the least clever name I think for me. I, I don't like. The I, guy love just I love it. I love it. Who said? Where did you see Goodle? I missed that. <laughs> Go up. Goodle. Uh, where is it? That was oh, Zill Goodle. Oh, he's right. He's right here. <laughs> didn't, he, didn't he? Didn't he formulate the incompleteness theorem? I think he's uh, currently being held hostage in the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lesbian is actually a favorite for women. Women don't want no men in their porn. All right. And uh, for men, the top category is Japanese or mature. Look, hentai climbing up the leaderboard on both of those. Plus 6%. Mm-hmm. Viewed more by women compared to men. Scissoring, a transgender, <laughs> pussy-licking, solo male, a lesbian. I'm surprised romantic isn't the top of that list. Yeah, they're over it. Over it! And surprisingly, in the Philippines, there's more female visitors than huh. male visitors. How do uh, ladyboy videos do in the Philippines? Isn't that femboy basically same thing? Yeah. I don't know. Is or, it? Is yes. that the, like an outdated term? I don't know. Ladyboy is an outdated term. Oh, I just only thought they it's call, just... don't they call themselves that though? Like the Philippine ones? Trans women? Maybe, maybe only the ones you've done so. business with, Darren. <laughs> yeah, maybe the ones that your caveat <laughs> hangs out with. No, <laughs> probably <laughs> because I, I'm so unfamiliar with it that I get the, the language wrong. Because the last time That's I actually just heard what you would want us to think. Right. Why? Was it something <laughs> bad if I liked a, 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 a trans Philippine uh, women? I don't know. Depends on their if they're a nice person or not. How dare you cast aspersions? <laughs> Gen Z's into cosplay. Interesting. I would, by I the know, way, I would. These, these age brackets are very incorrect for me. I think I mentioned the Spirob is not Gen X. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's pretty. Why? Yeah, that range is like twice as long as the other ones. Yeah. Interesting. Boomers. Smoking is number Smoking. one for boomers. <laughs> see, everybody just wants representation. Yeah. They just want to see themselves in their porn. I think it's more like the world is so different now. You can't even smoke yeah. in a porn anymore. Give me that Nina some. Hartley with a fucking cigar. <laughs> one in her mouth and one in her ass. They're even taking over the porn with their non-smoking agenda. <laughs> Give me straight up missionary with a pack of Paul balls. I want a trans agenda porno. <laughs> Most search movies and characters. Oh, Star God. Wars, Harley Quinn, Game of Thrones, Avatar. What is Elastigirl? I don't know. Isn't isn't that uh, the wife from The Incredibles? Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, I think so. Chun-Li from Fortnite. The Fortnite version of Chun-Li is the most famous. Uh, video this is game video game characters? characters. Yeah, well, Sonic. I do not uh, play Fortnite at all. What is the relation of Chun Li to Fortnite? I think it's they. They just have you could. Uh, they just have cross again. licensing all the time. Yeah, so it's just other video games characters. You could be their avatar. But if so, if game. you're. But this is porn. So if Chun Li's in the porn, why is it the Fortnite? Fortnite has a specific porn? animation style, so it's like she's uh, she looks like a Fortnite character. I just more of a camel toe. <laughs> <That one. laughs> 
Gotcha. Thanksgiving is the least popular day in the U.S. to uh, jerk off. It's their lowest traffic, it says. By the way, I'm disappointed there's no Mortal Kombat characters on that list. <laughs> Step their shit up. You played that new game at all? <laughs> I have not. No, I haven't. Okay. It's very. Some of it's very disturbing. Uh, this is what you wanted the most search terms in Japan, right, Darren? That's what you were asking? Or... Did I? I don't remember that. But... What did you want to know about Japan? Uh, I don't. I think we already covered Japan. Or did I'll, you have a story? I'll take a look at it. Anecdote? You had an anecdote about Japan? Oh, well, no, just that I used to work in a, in a video store, a very mm -hmm. famous one that had lots and lots of porn. The porn buyer, I worked directly with the porn buyer. Uh, he was, I was like his underling, basically. And he, he used to always get in trouble because he overordered, in their opinion of the, the, the store managers, he overordered porn. Porn made up 6% of the sales of the entire, this was a, a, a store that was gig a gigantic world-renowned store that had like movies, DVDs, video cassettes still, music, Every, everything you can imagine books and the name of the store was it was a music it was built as a music store right and six yeah, percent yeah. of the sales of the entire store were porn porn dvds so he justified it by saying it's fucking selling whatever but japanese tourists would come and just buy ten thousand dollars worth of porn because it was not blurred they could mm. only get and this was like really before high um quality streams were available online it was like the early 2000s this is the so, dsl era yeah so they would have to get like they would have to get the porn while on vacation and just take it home it was amazing smuggle it home because they wouldn't let you even in the country i think with it it was a wild you would just get these japanese guys with like like just wheelbarrows full of dvds bringing them up to the counter it was fantastic how do you smuggle them in? Do you just have like a TSA agent who's your friend back at the uh, maybe Osaka airport? I mean, I'm sure if they're buying, like, literally, I've seen ten thousand dollar purchases there. Good lord, just porn, or maybe like three three CDs thrown in, you know. But like, yeah, if you have that much money to blow on porn, you probably have enough money to 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 pay off somebody to help yeah. you smuggle DVDs in. That's fucking wild. Now, I I don't kink shame, but. Uh... Like, did you ever see somebody check out? And you're like, whoa, you're into this kind of thing? Like, you, you, like someone unassuming into like the grossest porn? They didn't have that much gross porn. Mm, it was like, like it was like, no, stuff. we weren't allowed to have horse fucking stuff or whatever. But there was some pretty I, I hard wasn't even porn. going there. Uh, oh well, I have worked in stores where they did have that stuff. Uh, okay, I see. But but was like main, this was like a mainstream corporate store, but like, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but we had well, Serge Tankian came in and bought a whole mess of real hardcore porn. Like, really? I don't know. Yeah. I never told this story. I thought I did tell this on the air. It doesn't sound It was when I first started and I was on a register. It was like before I got promoted and he went up to like the next register over and bought like probably 10 DVDs of like just choking women on the cover and everything. Like the most hardcore porn imaginable. And well, he was on the road, you had distractions. How did and you not, not share this story when we had Darren Malakian on the show? Oh, that's <laughs> true. It didn't even occur to me. Wow. Yeah, I should have. That is who we had, right? That was the one? Yeah, that's yep. correct. Well, we also had the other guy, the drummer, right? Oh, there was oh, a yeah, that's the, right. What's his name? It was uh, the one that's uh, not Shavo. Yeah. Marin Delakian. Dolmayan. John Dolmayan. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I wow. think I should have. You're right. But yeah, he, and we, by the way, completely shameless, walked up, having a gregarious conversation with the person who was ringing him up right next to wow. me. Wow. 
and just laid them all out. You know, I think it might sure it was Surge. It wasn't just like some random. 100%, 100%. Wow. I was so into System of a Down. Well, I still am, but I mean, like, that was like a year or two after Toxicity came out. Wow. And, uh, yeah. That's the peak. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was wild. And he, and then, so then he left, and then like three or four people came up to me and were like, oh, dude, he buys porn like all the time. All the time he comes here and buys. Whenever he's in New York, he comes. You'd in. think he would just have a person handle that for him. He's wow. Oddball he's guy. Those, he doesn't care. He has such specific he likes things. things. He, he likes the shop. He likes the window shop. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like he he knows what he wants. Yeah. yeah. And he's wow. also very a very free spirit. I think he's not ashamed of pornography. Yeah. Well, I think that's also a part of it. it, it it's like not. That's like an American thing is to have shame about porn. I feel like. Well, he's American, isn't okay. he? He's, yeah, but you know he has the Armenian, Armenian kind of. Was he? Born, they, he wasn't born here. Yeah. Uh, he sure. must have come here when he was very, very young. If, if uh, he wasn't born here, I feel like he just speaks English perfectly. But he was born know. in Beirut, Lebanon. Oh, okay. How old was he when he moved to the U.S.? Let's see. Got to be really young, right? Seven. Okay. Yeah. So he's basically an American. He's as American as Noah. You know. Well, you know how my feelings on that. No. Well, she <laughs> renounced her American citizenship because of the libs and what they're doing. Is that what happened? People are going to think woke, you're serious. The woke agenda. No, <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. She lives in the uh, most American state of Arizona. I mean, you can't get more American than that. What was Arizona's top porn search? Oh, shit. Well, she had to have skewed that. <laughs> rough hands <laughs> it's Thinking. only by it's not by state it's just there by was by country. state they're like the one that was the most disproportionately searched in oh, oh, oh yeah it's oh, poking my. a hole in a cactus videos <laughs> naked jujitsu grappling <laughs> is there a dragon uh, force category on porn <laughs> idf what interrogation the, what was one of the <laughs> I have seen stuff like that. Have you ever? It was more in the Bush era, like when, um, like right after 9 11, there was so many, the market was flooded with like soldiers going into a cave and fucking oh Arab God. terrorist women. It's alleged. Wow. Or like Bin Laden fucking a white woman, capturing a white woman and his, him and his team fucking her. Flood. It was so saturated, like half the videos available. It's a for that. Great time to be a Middle Eastern porn actor, I guess. No, but most of them weren't, though. Like they yeah. were just, just like Mexican white guys dudes. with beards put on. Yeah. Not even Mexican. Like white guys with car beards. sex is Arizona. Car sex. Wow. Sex with a car, like in the gas uh, tank, or what? We saw the kids in the hall do that sketch. Remember one time <laughs> we saw them live and they had a sketch where all of them are fucking a car? <laughs> you know, also, I just saw some video that was suggested to me which was like who are the hottest cartoon characters to fuck and one of them was one of the cars from the movie cars <laughs> was it the one larry K larry the cable guy voices um, oh no it was a woman car but uh yeah it was Just very odd not one of them was tinkerbell also what not that okay sure but the guy did say if you zoom out, it's like weird because how would you put your dick in? But when there's a close-up on her, she's hot. That was his commentary. She has magical properties. She could probably somehow like either shrink you down oh, yeah, that's right. or enlarge her opening. Oh man, that'd be or maybe she like crawls into your dick hole and does stuff 
like prostate stimulation or something, licking the inside of your your vast defrons or something. Flap those wings really fast while oh she's inside God. your dick. <laughs> Rob, how would you fuck Tinkerbell? He's gay. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> you took Maybe your just headphones off. How can you hear us? Rob, how would you fuck Ant-Man is the question. <laughs> oh, you could just wait till he... Well, he's going to the jazz concert with Ant. So Oh, that's right. Out then. Well, Come on, different. <laughs> I get him they drunk. Go way back. Oh, well, straight curious friends, Rob. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> a little footsie under the table. See what happens. Hey, hey, now. During a particularly good drum solo. You're right. The music you just give, takes over ourselves. We yeah, just you can't give a whole it. different kind of fill. Nate Smith <laughs> facilitating some uh, penetration. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, you, a good way to find out if Anthony watches the show is if he texts you tomorrow. And like, actually, I'm not going to be able to make that concert. Right <laughs> or if he says, look, I'm not totally hating the idea. <laughs> I, I booked a hotel for us after the concert. Yeah, if he says, like, there. I've been waiting for you to mention this for so long. <laughs> I would turn Rob off. He's got to be, like, slightly ambivalent. Like, well, I wouldn't yeah. say no, totally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I need a bit of a chase. I need a hunt. Yeah. yeah, he's booking hotels. Like, fuck this guy. <laughs> Next, I can get that on Grinder. Fuck out of here. A little too thirsty. Uh, I want to mention uh, this this email that we got from Eric. Of course, you could oh. always contact us whenever you want. RIPLivecast at gmail.com. Uh, Eric, one of our top livecast fans, and, uh, actually sat in on a show, of course. Uh, he said, he noted, and I don't know how we missed this. So thank you, Eric. Uh, last this past week marked the 15th anniversary of the show. Oh, wow. Uh, and he just wanted to write in and congratulate us on reaching another milestone. Eric, I want to congratulate you on <laughs> still tolerating us and still yeah. <laughs> listening to us after all of these years. He's a real uh, one. It's also going to, it's also today, uh, episode 750. If I'm yeah. correct. Fucking crazy. So like roughly, and, uh, uh, a few years back, I sat, I sent in a list with some classic episodes from the first five years of the show. And to commemorate the 15th anniversary, I put together a, another list of more classic episodes ranging from the beginning of the show to about 10 years, not including the episodes that were on the original. Oh, not including the episodes that were on the original list from a few years ago. See, this, this is a, a new list that Eric compiled, which I'm also like, Eric, did you go back and again listen to our archives? At which point... Nice. Wow. Do you know more about us than we do? Probably. <laughs> I'd be I'll be real with you. I mean, there's times we when we've done this show so long, like someone will say, Hey, you remember that time? And I'm like, I literally don't remember. Like, I didn't even remember when Sid brought up Booger Boy. I don't remember that <laughs> one bit. I don't remember that conversation. I I must have heard it because I started calling my cat Booger Boy. I mentioned this. And I had no idea. I literally I, he didn't have a booger. It was just something, you know, when you call your cat random phrases, I just said one day I said booger boy. So it must've been in there, but I, I started calling him that. And then I, then we had that discussion. I was like, Holy shit. I, I don't know why, but I don't think anything in the world makes me laugh harder than that. He really responds to it. There's some, and my cat's very finicky. Like this tone of voice, you know, like some of the things they just walk right away from me and other names he'll respond that come like rub on me. And that one, he just fucking loves it. So I just stayed with it. But I feel like I've, I've stopped saying it because of what, you know, 
out of respect. <laughs> you know, there can be only one true booker. No, that's not how I meant it. I mean, I don't want to be insulting to Rob because it bothers him. I'm okay with it now. I'm all right. I've moved past it. It was very uncomfortable at the time, though. But the point of that was I did have no recollection of that whatsoever. I still don't. I don't even having my memory job. I don't remember that. <laughs> what I think about is like we've we've certainly reshared stories on the show. Oh, yeah. uh, multiple yeah. like retold stories that we've told. And I wonder if Eric's like, oh, that's not how you told it the first time. <laughs> I'm sure like I, I've thought about that, too. And sometimes I'm conscious that I'm telling something for the second time. I think I've said this before, but and then I yeah. tell it and I'm like, what if I'm remembering this wrong? But it's like that's just being old. And also that's just yeah. also not being old, like losing senile, but just having a life full of, you know, 50 years of experiences. I feel like things get jumbled. And I always wonder if people are going to think, ah, you made that fucking story up. Cause you told it differently, but like you remember things, yeah. your perspective changes a lot of the time. So here's his list. Uh, he starts with episode 10, which is a Thor shred scene. It was the first appearance of Thor shred scene yeah. on the show. And the first time Rob is called a boot face, first time Sid reveals his hate for Cynic. So, this wow. Is a big one. Wait. So, that, that was the episode where we did the parody of the Alex Rodriguez press conference where he admitted to doing steroids. Because I, yeah, I guess that, so. the, the boot said. face, yeah, where the. Where, and I think she improvised this in the moment. Like none of us knew she was going to say. It. We just knew, Rob, you were going to do. What were you admitting that you did the show under the influence of marijuana? I guess so. Yeah. And and no, it's just one of the reporters asking questions, and she asks, like, "How do you respond to being called a boot face or having a face I like that? Something yeah. like that." Very Noah thing to say. <laughs> just random and condescending. Uh, then episode 41 hey stop licking my pizza is where we learn about Sid's geek to geek profile which is where Noah and Jenny where I learned about my fucking yes yes Noah and Jenny took it upon themselves to set up Sid with a dating profile this is before he was married does that website still exist that uh, by the way made it into one of the songs they made it into the to the robber 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 stay in Europe song geek to geek does still exist apparently (laughs) Though the copyright on the website is from 2019, but it still loads the website. And some of the people pictured do look sort of like me. Oh, I thought you were going to say they look like they're still on there from 12 years ago. Probably. (laughs) Episode 35, addition by subtraction. This is where we first hear about Jenny's foot pussies, which are are her boys, which are her submissive boys. Her bottoms. Uh, The people that, well, we, we should explain a little bit. Like she used to have... A, a uh, like an SM profile on some site, collar me. It was like cops, right? Yeah. And they would come over. It wasn't always cops, but it was like people would just come to her house and do her housework for her. And all they all that she had. Well, to do some of like, them, not all of them, but yeah. Well, there was she one that was like that fun. only wanted to smell her farts or something like that, right? Yeah. Wasn't it was that a like whole, a thing? But the foot pussy thing was like the he, the guys wanted to worship her feet, so she would just cuck yeah. them and like here's my. I feet, think like. you're the one that coined the term foot pussy. Though. I did. I, remember, I couldn't get the word out because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> Episode fifty five, uh, Rob versus Booze, which is the first time I did a oh shot for every caller. I remember we did a few of these, which I'm never going to do again, obviously. Uh, episode 59 wheels on the bus. This is when we first hear the Peter Steele bus driver song. Oh, oh, when we first hear about his bus driver gig. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
And then we recorded a commercial about him. Eventually, yeah. Number 72, malaria blankets. Noah calls in from Israel to talk about her riveting trip to the ammunition museum, a classic (laughs) podcast moment. Uh, well, do you think they took any of that ammunition out of retirement in the last couple months? Mm, well, I think they're out of it. Probably they've got yeah. so many people. Yeah. Number 84, introduction of the Larry King drops. The episode title is oh mm, my God. Mm, Mama. Mama. Ah, I can't believe that's all the way at 84. Uh, number 88. Mama, Mama. The Mac Daddy of Metal, uh, which is where Shlomo dubs Rob the Chacham of Metal. <laughs> to this day, I don't know what a Chacham is. It's like a grand expert or something, like a really wise elder, kind of, I believe. Uh, I guess there was also a mixtape that we released on uh, January 26, 2011, where, we post, where Darren just pulled all the usable clips from our college radio show days. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. Uh, number one, that one has the one with uh, where Bloomberg had just in 2002 or something, he just instituted the the no smoking in public establishments, which still stands Mm. to this day. And we had Mrs. Divitelli on being (laughs) upset about it. Oh my god, and how she she thinks everyone any of any age should be allowed to smoke. And Rob (laughs) plays a straight man and argues with her, No, Mrs. Divitelli, you can't have kids smoking. It's like, Yes, they should, you know, it's like a debate. Darren, just to clarify, I think for the entire run of your college radio show, Rob was playing a straight man. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I remember in the early days of this show, of this show, not the college show, like Rob would make little jokes that he's gay, but then ah, I'm just kidding, you know. But mm-hmm. on that show, not a drop, like not, not even like he wouldn't even allude to it. So I feel like you, you were much more conscious of keeping that under wraps like it's yeah i don't even know if i accepted it in myself at that time uh you were like what 19 to 22 when we were doing that yeah so uh keeping it going episode 108 is when andrew wk calls into the show after Uh, getting a google alert notifying him (laughs) him on the previous show calling out for his fitness yeah Uh, but he was actually really great yeah. Uh, episode 110 was the second annual live cast awards. That's my favorite. Uh, and this one was just like this. The second one I remember was like entirely mega pre-produced bits. Like, like it was all just pre-produced. No, they so. both were. They both were. I think the second one was like another level. Like, we like did a better job was, of it, I think. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's the one that Dave writes, Mustaine hosted, I think. I believe so. He writes the old annual live cast award show that had lots of great produced bits and a show that a lot of work and effort went into making. That's true. Really? Uh, episode 114, hot sauce in the dick hole episode title refers to Sean's sexual activities. Plus a recap of Rob's interviews from the golden gods awards, which we mm. definitely had a lot of fun with. Uh, 123 Rob's only follow-up is dessert. Rob's interview follow-up questions are <laughs> criticized. <laughs> That's like every episode. Episode one thirty one Seinfeld, the nine eleven uh, never forget tribute song. Oh. Ah, classic. One forty six fictitious example. Rob gets a cease and desist notice for his Tom oh. stream website, which, by the way, the domain registry just expired for that. So that joke for is Tom officially Mariah dead. Scream? Badly. Yep. Uh, one fifty one Grasshopper Dick, uh, which had a guest appearance from the Iron Sheik. <laughs> Really. One fifty-seven, the hand that weeds, which is the introduction of Sway Schmata. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Number 158 is uh, the debut of the Dorinsky guy, where Darren talks about the uh, guy at his poker club that thinks he is such a handsome man. Uh, number 182, Dickel Fre- Freak and Hulk Hogan sex tape discussion. This is where we hear the infamous Hulk Hogan line, I feel like a pig, which sadly does not mention the chicken parmesan. <laughs> that seems real long ago. I thought it would be a little closer than that. 182 has to be like 2012 or something. One, a lot of these episodes are in the 100s. I feel this is the real golden age here. Uh, 192, Everybody Happy, which is the debut of Sal to Jerk Off Barber. Oh, I thought that man. came much later. Wow. 194, Matter of Talking, interview with Phil Anselmo and Bruce Corbett, baby. R.I.P. a legend. <laughs> and we hear Shlomo that guy died, talk. right? Shlomo, this was the call where Shlomo and Phil Anselmo <laughs> talked. Maybe the apex. Of the, of the live cast. Well, it was definitely moments like that when a listener and a guest interact. Like when we had uh, Pizza Destroyer and we called, uh, what was it, Gunface? Or Greg right, Weeks? Yeah. Yeah. See, I think the difference there is that Gun Phil Anselmo and people like that are wholly unaware of how dumb the show was. Yeah. <laughs> like they're treating you it like. You used to believe Shlomo was a real person. Yes. I feel like Chris Jericho is the same thing. Like oh, when my I God. ran in the other room. We're still doing the show live and in person. I went in the other room and called as the Iron Sheik. And he was like, what, what, what's going on here? What is this? This is ridiculous. Like, he did no-sold it completely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was just in a mood that whole interview. Yeah, he wasn't into he was he, pissy. He was like, yeah. yeah, he was like at an airport lounge or something being like, No, uh, he was like backstage at some concert That's performance right. at like a state fair or something. He was like, That's right. And he clearly went field. shitty because he was like, oh, the stage was like, you know, three yeah, cardboard he was complaining. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> he really, by the way, in the last few years has started to confirm my opinion of him, which is that he's a real jerk off. Mm-hmm. But not I had a lot of res- before it all started unraveling at that interview. I think before that, I had a huge amount of respect for Chris Jericho. And then it's like, oh, 197 sandpaper milkshake. It's the introduction of the s- introduction of the sandpaper meme. <laughs> Uh, two eleven Guy Fieri podcast is the episode title. It, that's when we had Fred Durst and Wes Borland call in, and I called from that's that's when I did the phone call from another room, and they no sold it when I asked uh, Fred Durst how he feels about being called the Guy Fieri of metal. <laughs> uh, episode two twenty one nipple room here when the Phil Labont metal injection drama first broke. Man, that was oh fun. My god. 237, the most famous person no one's ever banged, is the episode title. And this is the first appearance of Rob's butt cheek. Here we are, 500 episodes later. And you're still dealing with that shit, still man. Still dealing with it. It's it, it, nipple rim hair. For the rest of my life. <laughs> nipple uh, rim hair. <laughs> so excited. 241, the tracheotomy had me rolling. Oh, uh, this, <laughs> this is the debut of uh, I Loved a Swimming. Episode 256, High Heater. We hear the Emure uh, song that sampled the live cast. Wow, that's that oh, long ago. I forgot that happened. Jesus Christ. And 258, we learn. We first learned of our favorite Yelp reviewer and what kind of sharing is that I do. All, how have we been doing this bit for 500 episodes? He's still posting. Nipnotized. Uh, oh, this is the awkward interview with Chris Jericho. This is episode 277 that you mentioned, Darren. 
Uh, episode 293, large, sterile hallway, reverb on fart sound effects. <laughs> I remember <laughs> where it was uh, Noah figured out how to use the reverb on our soundboard. Yeah. And then Darren would just play his fart sound effects. And <laughs> with the, the added reverb, it was maybe the most funny thing we've ever heard in our yeah, lives. It went on for like 20 minutes, too. <laughs> we just played farts for like 20 minutes. Uh 301 like a dog in the street. Jose yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Megan treated Rob. Uh, 344 transpired upon the stage. Oh, my God. 344. Yeah. This is now obviously where we go over the <laughs> Phil Anselmo uh, white power incident. That was one of our most watched and commented on videos on YouTube, too, I feel like. 363, Havana, the debut of Havana, Cubana, Guantana. 398, Urinal Kate, guest appearance from Lonnie to plug his hat podcast. And uh, what Eric calls the best best Yelp reading uh, by Darren. Perhaps the provolone. Oh, okay. Uh, Episode 400, uh, the Meaty Meteor, which was our first video episode. That was really fun. And that was with uh, sexual jeopardy with an actual board with Mm -hmm. clues on it. 418 is the introduction of Old New York, which was the episode title. 420, of course, the legendary appearance uh, by Sendog. And yeah. Billy from Biohazard, where I spoke up that dog. Sorry. Very iconic. Uh, did we very- plan that to be 420, or did that just happen? Basically? Oh, absolutely planned that. Yeah. Oh, well, the thing is that uh, I knew the publicist for that band, and he was asking me for, for coverage of them. And I was just like, I know this is a crazy idea. I know they're in town. Uh, they happen to be in town uh, while we're doing this. Maybe they can come and sit in the podcast. I, I that that one and Andrew WK are my co-favorite interviews. Mm-hmm. Four fifty nine was when uh, Jim Florentine sat in. It was good too. And just four seventy seven the whole time. Four seventy seven shoulder to shoulder the debut of the Mark B <laughs> shoulder, shoulder clip. Oh my god! Uh, <sighs> oh, episode five hundred. Ja Rule Goatsy, uh, big milestone episode. We played Death or No Death with Dave from Revocation and Trevor from Black Dahlia Murder. Rest uh, in peace, Trevor. Any Trevor episode is a Hall of Fame level episode. Yeah, he was so good. Uh, and finally, 518, Soggy Biscuit. Uh, this is with Jay Miller sitting in, uh, our friend Jay Miller, Miller, Miller. Uh, talking about the temple. Later on the show, we listened to Frankie Palmieri's podcast where the temple is oh, mentioned. that's as right. Well his history with Robert Passabini. So, wow, the oh. big classic episode. If you have classic livecast episodes that you enjoy, let us know. Uh, RIPLivecast at gmail.com is our email address. Let us know. And Dudorino um, has one in the chat right now. What is he saying? 224, stars and shit, Rob's birthday, and Eric has him say, oh, Sam Hengen is a lovely person. No, uh, not what you said. Coward. I remember the Jay Miller interview, like at least 5% of it was me kissing his ass of how funny he was when he came on our uh, mm. Brooklyn College radio show. And he just was doing some kind of very outre, like, you know, kind of weird bit. And it was just very funny. And I still remember that vividly. And uh, yeah, so that's that. And uh, let's talk about our, oh, what does RIP stand for this week, Sid? R.I.P. is for the late, great Andre Brower, mm. one of the greatest actors of our generation who passed away this week after a brief battle with lung cancer. 
one of the best comedic actors, one of the best dramatic actors, die too soon. Very much going to miss him. So just a heartfelt RIP for Andre Brower. Okay. Well, you can always check out our uh, playlist on Spotify, the RIP Livecast Music Break. Uh, that's the search term that you can uh, uh, search for. And you'll see our playlist every week. Each of us add a song and there's like 500 songs on there now. It's very convenient. There's 600 songs, 605, 40 hours of music. Uh, my pick this week is finally audio slave. <laughs> uh, like a stone uh, is the song. And the reason I'm picking this is uh, jujitsu. Uh, because when we do our warm-ups and we do our sparring, uh, our coach puts on music, and I think he just has some set playlists, and he has a disproportionate amount of audio slave on this playlist. It's usually like some hard rock. Sometimes it veers into heavier stuff like metal. Like a Stone, though, is sort of like a pretty mellow song. for. I agree with you. That's why I'm like, this is not a BJJ song. Yeah. <laughs> but... I've heard it so much. He has like four or five audio sleep songs on there. And it made me actually re like give them another chance because when they first came out was when I was, you know, obsessed with rage against the machine. I love them so much. And I really liked Soundgarden. I, I wasn't as into Soundgarden at the time, especially not as I am now. And ultimately audio slave was a disappointment to me because it was, it felt more like Soundgarden than rage against the machine. And I wanted more. I really just wanted more rage against the machine. Ultimately, mm -hmm. I wanted them exactly. Like but now that all this time has passed and you know, I, I don't hold that against them and I can just listen to it for what it is. It is a really, really good album. And the solo on this song, Like a Stone, is beautiful. It is a really, really nice uh, solo. And there's like a lot of really good songs on this album. They only had one album? Oh, yeah, they have two, two albums. albums. Yeah. Uh, I'm the opposite of you. I, li I, I, I liked it because it sounded less Rage Against the Machine. Mm. You know? Like I always, I, I'm, I'm not going to say I didn't like Rage Against the Machine, but I always just thought they were like a little bit samey. Like a lot of this, the songs were just kind of very That's similar. Fair. And I like the things they were saying, like politically and all that. And mm -hmm. I respect them for activism and all that. But I just never was that into the music. Like, I was like, eh, you know, they're over there. They're good. I could, if it comes on, I might jam to it or whatever. But like, I never used to really sit down and listen to them. But Soundgarden, I was like an insane fanatic fan of Soundgarden. So mm. when Audio Slave came out, I was like, at first, I didn't even like it that much because I thought it was like, the Rage Against the Machine was like taking away some of the Soundgarden-ness, even though it oh, sounded more Soundgarden. But then I like I had the same journey as you. Like the more I listened to it, I liked it way more. It sort of sounds like its own thing, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously you're going to hear some of their previous bands because it's those members, yeah. but it is it is completely a different thing. Yeah. What did you pick, Sid? Uh, Green Day has new music out. And uh, I guess they have an album coming out early 2024, and it's been a very long time since I've given a shit about anything they've done. But the songs that they've put out so far sound really fucking good, so I'm sort of excited for this new Green Day album. But those songs are getting enough of a push without my help, so that is not what I selected. I selected one of my favorite, slightly more obscure Green Day songs from, like, I don't know, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, called J.A.R. It was on the soundtrack to a really shitty movie called Angus. And I just remember being a high school kid 
waiting with bated breath for the radio station to debut this new green day song between their album cycles. Mm -hmm. And it was fantastic. And it's still one of probably my top five favorite green day songs. So that's what I put on the list. Darren. Cool. I played a song. Uh, I, well, let me give some background. I was uh, doing a project for school and it's about the subway. And I was, uh, I was trying to match up, you know, that sound that the, when the train new trains make and they kind of screech out of the station and it's like mm -hmm. a whine. Mm -hmm. and I was trying to match a song to that in my video project that I'm doing. And then I gave up and I, I, I just went and searched that sound and a song and someone had actually already matched up. They mashed what? up that sound with a song and it fits perfectly. Wow. And it wound up being a very good song. So I used it in my video with annotation, like credit and, uh, and I loved the song. So it's, it was apparently a big hit in the sixties and it's called Aline by a guy named Christoph. And it's been like covered a million times. It's been used in like Volkswagen ads and stuff. Oh, wow. It's a very beautiful song. And it's about a guy who draws a face of a, of a woman at the beach in the sand. The water washes it away. And then he, he's, he's delusional and insane. So he thinks he lost the love of his life. And he runs oh. around the town yelling her name that he gave her out for her to come to him. And it's very sad. And he's like a, he's a psychotic. Wow. And it's very sad music, and but very nice and poppy also. You have to check it, it out. It's a very good song. That sounds like the premise for a Charlie Kaufman movie. It does, right? That's <laughs> exactly. I didn't couldn't put it in those terms, but I was thinking of it in that sort of a cinematic sense, mm -hmm. like a guy losing his mind slowly. Very melancholy number. Yeah. I want to mention friend. our. Oh, I want to mention our Patreon. You know, it's the holiday season and you have all these Christmas movies, but you need a little Hanukkah in your life. That's why we have two Hanukkah movie watch alongs up on our Patreon. Some of our best watch alongs that we've done in terms of burning and, and ripping apart uh, films. Yeah, we put uh, those the, people in an oven. We burned at the, <laughs> at the top of the month. We did Menorah in the Middle, which uh, focused on a... Uh, a small town bakery uh, and a woman. LA? Huh? Wasn't it, it was LA? LA? Yeah. Yeah, or some LA similar town, San Diego. A girl coming back to her town with her French boyfriend and her parents' small bakery is struggling and, you know, comedy ensues. And it's brutal and it's oh, bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's stereotypical in, in bad ways and we had a good time riffing on it and then just released uh, yesterday uh, we posted uh, an episode uh, of another uh, Hanukkah movie Hanukkah on Rye which is about a woman who takes care of her parents Jewish deli who falls in love with a man whose family owns a Jewish deli in LA who is moving to New York to open a competing Jewish deli and comedy and melodrama ensue. And I will say ultimately Hanukkah on Rye was slightly better, slightly yeah. more watchable. Yeah. Yeah. And in terms of, but I don't know, I feel like w in which watch along were we funnier? It's hard to say. I guess there was we're always hilarious. What are you talking I mean, about? Hilarious, but yeah, like there was just as much to make fun of in Hanukkah. I thought Hanukkah. I thought Hanukkah on Rye 
gave us more like i think in the first one we were just stunned at how bad yeah. this movie was yes. yeah kind of sitting here like and in the second one in hanukkah Raya, we had it was a more structured movie and there was a lot more meta stuff to make fun of in the like movie making and the jewish stereotypes were like less absurd in the first one it was just almost like racism honestly <laughs> and the second one it was like you know, little subtle things that we got to poke fun at, but it was too, both hilarious and very mm -hmm. different vectors. I would say. Yeah. You can check those out on our Patreon, patreon.com slash RIPLivecast, five bucks a month gets you access to four years of bonus episodes, including those we watch along music documentaries, like the decline of Western civilization, some black metal documentaries, tons of good stuff in there. Check it out. And for 10 bucks a month, you can be a top live cast fan. Uh, and you get a shout out at the end of the show, which is right now. How are we doing this, folks? I, I can present you with two options. You either list what each of these people's top uh, Pornhub search was this year. Or you uh, pair each person with the root the government office building where they would film their porno i'll do the the, the former uh eric i would say since he's uh, our most avid listener he's probably doing the hentai right like just based on the search results and how much you, you know uh benjamin he seems like a milf guy benjamin Dan R, the R is suspicious. I would say that's more of a gilf. <laughs> okay. You know, Mindy Mayer's Kippa sounds like she lives in Arizona. That means she's looking for car sex. Shasur Sasusitz, uh, he's looking for, you know, uh, bringing into a Dunkin' Donuts and having sex there. That's the Dunkin' Donuts porn is what he's looking wow, for. Wow, very specific. Hugo likes tacos. He's looking for he's looking for the pussy looking. Land O'Danks, he wants uh, uh boys and bongs is, is his search term. <laughs> what? That's a thing. Why not? <laughs> uh, Lacroix, he's looking for beach porn. He's looking for sex on the beach. Okay. Nice Lacroix. Corey and Scotty H are too young to be on Pornhub. They might be Aaron, in the twenties right now. Erin, I, I think she's looking for lesbian porn. Douglas, who are you, Levison? He's looking for uh, porn with musical instruments in them. He wants things shoved up the giant. That's our episode, folks. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next uh, Saturday, and uh, hopefully you could hang out with us. Until then, next we Saturday love you. is Christmas Day, right? Oh, is it? Look at us. No, be it's the gift and wrap on the bottom of the tree. No, Christmas is Monday. Are you sure? Yes, next oh, Saturday is the twenty third. Right. Oh, never mind. Uh, we'll be with you on Christmas Eve Eve. Until yeah, then, we love you. We kiss you. Uh, bye bye.